Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. It's still a tight labour market right now, so if you're looking to hire, you need to become more astute in engaging new talent. That's according to Dan Williams, Asia-Pacific business coach for EOS Worldwide. And Dan offers some good advice for retaining existing staff too. He starts by explaining to Jeff Waters what he means by the talent lottery. The talent lottery is really about the fact that when you are retaining, attracting talent, there are so many things out of your control. And when you are going to market, you're trying to attract people. You are, especially these days, in a bit of a lottery, kind of like the draft lottery in some sports. You know, there are so many things outside of your control. And almost if you can embrace the fact that those things are out of your control, it feels less like a lottery, but it definitely is that way today. How big is the problem? It's huge. The job market is really hot at the moment. You know, people are becoming more and more aware of the new way of working uh, and have a higher sense of what is important to them, which I'm supportive of that. You know, I live that life myself. Uh, so now people are really capitalising on that and saying, here's all the reasons why you could work for me. And so people are looking around more and you're having to be more sort of astute when you go to market about why people should come and work for you. All right, well, we'll unpack that. Why do people sometimes leave their jobs after short periods? Yeah, in my experience, I've spent a lot of time in the IT industry where there are lots of skills you know, in demand. And the thing that was really common was about engagement. People want to be engaged and they, they want to be a part of something. And so if they don't feel that, they don't feel like they're a part of something, they don't feel valued or engaged, then you know, they're more inclined to move on and try and find somewhere where they do feel that way. And that? of course, has been exacerbated by COVID. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there are some real positives in that, that people have discovered a new love of their personal life and doing things and valuing things and definitely respect that. And so employers and prospect employers need to be mindful of how they can facilitate that. Mm, And keen to move on a lot of them as well. Now, you write that setting new employees up for success is one solution to the problem. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so I don't think people realise that in the interview, it's kind of you're giving the prospect the first insight into what it's going to be like to work with you. So I encourage employers to treat that first interview as a window into the business. And then if they're the right fit, then make your onboarding experience the strongest process in the business. So you set them up for success, bringing them in, giving them all the tools that they need, introducing them to the right people, making them feel a part of the business. And if they feel like that's a good experience and you're consistent and you you hold up your end and your accountability on that, then you're setting them up for success. And presumably that will make them feel good about your business and to stay with it. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully you're making good on all the promises you made uh, in the interview process and in your ad. And if you are, then yes, then people value those things more and they will stay and they'll, they'll hang around. Tell us how conversations with staff can help. This is probably one of the most, I guess, glaringly obvious challenges when people were forced to go into a work from anywhere, work from home scenario. Those companies that weren't having regular conversations with their team 
suddenly realised how much they relied upon the water cooler conversation or being able to go and you know, walk past someone's desk. And so when they didn't have those conversations and that structure wasn't there, they weren't engaged. They didn't know what their people were thinking or feeling and they, weren't, they were often guessing or questioning whether they were on the same page. So if you have a regular conversation, regular dialogue, I'm not talking about performance review stuff, like actually conversations with your people, you're able to exchange views and ideas. And if there is a problem, you're going to hear about it rather than as they leave you know, via an exit interview, for instance. So how do you set these conversations up? Obviously, you're talking about speaking to every staff member. Yeah. So I think there's a right mix between having one-on-ones. I think if you're having a one-on-one conversation, depending on the size of the business, that might not be scalable. But where possible, making sure each team member has a one-on-one, but then creating small group forums. You know, I'm a big fan of daily huddles or weekly team meetings where people feel it's like a safe environment and you get that balance right and they'll feel engaged. Yeah. What do you mean when you write in your blog and say that hiring people with the right values helps? So I always plead with people, values first. You know, if you surround yourself with people who share your values, you have a common connection, then you can almost teach them everything else. You know, within reason, there are some specialty fields where you want them to have some pre-qualification. But if you hire for a values fit, then you can endure bad times and come together in good times. And through the the pandemic and the way that the workforce has changed, that has become more and more apparent that people want to work with people that are like them and people that they like. And so if you have values fit, then you're able to work, you know, a little more effortlessly together, you know, when we've had to navigate challenges because we, at our core, we share those things. So just in a nutshell, what would be your advice for businesses who've just lost a good new staff member or are just hiring somebody? Yes. Yeah, so one of the most valuable experience and exchange you can have is with someone who's on their way out. All the, the barriers and the filters drop and you can really learn from that experience with that person leaving. If you take the time, park your ego perhaps and, and ask them, why are you leaving? What can I do better? That will give you an opportunity to set yourself up for success with your existing team and new people coming through. And if I'm talking to someone who's bringing in someone new, then please set yourself up for success. Treat that first interview as their first experience. Make sure you've got a a good values fit, please. Prioritise values fit. And then think about what that first month, 90 days, is going to look like when they come into your business and make that a win. Get set them off on the right path. That was Dan Williams, business coach for EOS Worldwide. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more BE Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.